0: Hey, Tomies. We would like to thank our sponsor, Nerd Alert Treasures, for supporting this podcast. Nerd Alert Treasures makes handmade and customizable dice trays, pencil bags, and our personal favorite, dice bags with pockets. Use our promo code TOMIES, that's T-O-M-I-E-S, for 15% off. Follow the link in the show notes to get yours today. And be on the lookout for Tomies merch. Hey,
1: cool people, do you like mead, magic, and long walks in the icy tundra? Ever wonder what your sled dogs are thinking about? Why not cap off your night with a frosty tabletop adventure?
2: You will come to love my beef, Cliff. You're at the common room. Go to your room. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, uh, me dog, uh, What's your yeah. favourite food? Ah, uh, sausages, probably. No,
0: you look like a strong lot, but, uh... I've got more friends than you.
2: Carnelian's like shortened on the ground and he's standing up like on know the table. You know what you have to the do. Carnelian you know <laughs> <have to do. laughs> stabs him in the butt. What did he say?
3: <laughs> he likes sausages.
2: Oh my god, me too. <laughs> right,
1: I'll sit beside Warden and start
2: carving his rod.
1: <laughs> oh,
2: oh! my god. Smedda? Smedda, my rod's nearing completion, by the
0: <laughs> Unless the four of you... Can stop them. Well, grab your ug boots and join
1: Reflex Save every Wednesday on your favorite podcast platform.
0: You are listening to Tomes of the Chaos Bard. Welcome to Tomes of the Chaos Bard. I am DM Dave, and to the left we have.
4: Henley, Boudreaux, Lionel
1: Gratha,
0: a
5: very confused Roscoe,
2: <laughs> and Fenrir,
0: and the recap is by Boudreaux.
3: <laughs> so, no, I can't. I can't do this. He's too angry. He's too Look, angry. guys, I'm just gonna speak to you right now. Here we are. Okay. So, like, From the heart, we started with henley in a zombie house and the zombie was about to caress her cheek and then she ran away (laughs) and then um and she she's like there's a there's a troll in the dungeon and she (laughs) ran over to us and and then um we were like what there's a what and she was like they're undead zombies uh dinghies and Actually, it was Buddha that was like, that's a zombie. And then um, we're like, what do we do? We, and Boudreau's like, we need to murder all of them because their souls must be freed. And then, um, oh, yeah. And then everybody's like, what? What do we do? Why is this all happening? And then this guy is like, oh Hello. My name is Nico. No, just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, he you
4: tried to kill my zombies. I kill you. <laughs> Prepare to die.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, that's basically They come where. back alive. <laughs> yeah, was, and so then. Oh, if you want to. Uh, apparently. With your permission. Uh, so then we're like, <gasps> and we all stare at this guy fighting stance, and Boudreaux's like, bruh. You listen to me, sucker. And he's like, "You are a bad guy." And this guy's like, "No, I'm not. I'm a really nice guy. I'm just helping out people." And then, um, and then Buddha's like, "Oh, you liar! You a liar!" And then they just like fight back and forth a lot. And then Buddha's like, "You suck!" And like kick some dirt at him. And then, um, and then uh, he's like, "Guys, my group, my family, let's go." And then he tries, and he's like, pushing them, and they're like, "Da da da da." Lila Garatha is like, "For some reason, I feel compelled to move forward without all of you." And then she like touches Butocher and she's like, "I love you." <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, "I must go." And he's like, "No, Lila, don't." Go and then, um, and they try to grab her. And Roscoe's like, I actually think you shouldn't go either, and grabs him. And then she's like, No, I'm a strong, independent woman, and like rips her arms away. And then she's, and then Boudreau's like, No, you mustn't. And then, like, and like all these vines come out from under the ground. And they're like, No, Boudreau says, No, don't do it. And then she's like, I don't care what you think, I'd rather be stabbed. And then she runs through them. And then, and then, this guy's like, oh, I'm so glad you listened to us all. You are such good, my little pupil. And then she's like, I will become your Padawan. And then they just go off into the distance to learn necromancy. Da-da-da-da!
5: I'm bowing. I don't think. What just happened?
1: I don't think I cried more than in this recording session. Oh,
3: my gosh. uh, I feel like there was a
0: little embellishment in
3: there (laughs) I'm angry But
5: this is from Boudreau's point of view Boudreau Elsie
3: point of view Yeah, Boudreau Elsie Belsie (laughs) No, 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 please don't use that That's That's not a ship name Bootsie (laughs) Bootsie.
1: Bootsie's better than Belsie
5: Sup, Bootsie (laughs) Bootsie?
1: Oh, gosh Boots (laughs) Boost me. <laughs> anyway, I okay. quit, guys. I and quit. That's the show, guys.
0: <laughs> Thanks for go. coming.
1: We don't even. We don't even need to post the last episode. Just post that.
0: Just post that. <laughs> they understand. Thank you, Elsie Boudreau. Yeah, Boosley? whatever. Just get out of here. Okay, <laughs> we left off as Elsie said. Lila turning to. Um, yeah. His name's Azeel. Turns to Azeel. You sound so defeated with that. With <laughs> the gold rock that they found in Devilton for a while ago. And saying, take me. Show me. Azeel nods and he turns to the rest of the group. Roscoe.
5: Do we see any of the interaction with, like, the gold rock? I mean, like, obviously we know... as Oz, that she's showing him this item. But are we at a point? Like, is it at an angle we can see?
0: You guys are about 60 feet away. can we,
5: like, see that she's obviously holding something, but we have no idea what it is?
0: I would think it would be more like that. Okay. Holding something, and you're showing she's – you don't hear what she said. Right. But you can see him nod, and he looks towards the rest of the group. And he says, you are welcome to stay in Nevelton tonight. I will again tell you that it is this one of the safest places that you can be in right now. And he'll just look at Lila and start walking back towards Nevilleton.
5: I would hope it would be obvious. I mean, for Roscoe, it's obvious that there's something else going on. He has no idea what, mm-hmm. but there's something else that's going on. So I'm going to look at everyone else. Primarily Boudreaux, Boudreaux.
3: faces to the ground.
5: Mike Boudreaux, I think Lila needs us today.
3: You don't hear anything. I got this guy. Super sobbing. He's still crying.
5: I'm a strong,
3: independent woman. <laughs> you gotta say that louder, you know? She's the strong one. Yeah. She's not
4: nervous. No. She's as tough as the crust of the earth is. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I mean, I could move mountains or surfaces, so <laughs> technically.
3: Yeah. Roscoe just rolled his diamond. eyes. B- <laughs> <laughs>
4: diamonds and platinum, she finds them, she flattens
0: them. <laughs>
1: I take what I hand in, and I break what's demanded. That's literally my job, guys.
0: <laughs> but
3: <laughs> under, under the surface.
1: <laughs> I wasn't joking. When, like, six episodes ago, I was like, this is my theme song, guys. This is, this is it right here. <laughs>
0: That's it. Okay. Mm. So Azil and Lila are walking away.
5: <laughs> She's going whether we go with her or not.
3: And he, uh, he just... Um, chucks the crossbow on the ground and just goes, just, just go, let's go.
4: Emily's just like stunned, not sure what to do. Just like not sure whether she should follow or like just be pinned to the ground in shock. Like not
2: sure. Fenrir has no idea what's going on still. <laughs> he's actually going to turn around at this point, knowing that they're going into Nevilleton knowing the plan was that they'd stay here. Dark Wizard dude just said, hey, this is the safest place you're going to be. He doesn't believe him, but he doesn't know of anywhere else that they can stay that's far enough out of town to where maybe they have a chance to still save Mendric because he still is like, okay, we still have we still have much of a plan. Like we still need information from Swindell. So he's going to turn around. He's going to go back to Joanne and back to the Eagles. And yeah, that's what he's doing. And then when you want to have that conversation, we can. Okay,
0: I think we'll go ahead and jump to that conversation. So you return back to Joanne. She's like, what?
2: What is going on? The original plan was to stay here. Well, obviously I, we can't stay here. I think we're
0: going to. You got to be kidding me! Didn't didn't they say that? There were, Henley said there was undead there.
2: Yes, but they must think that it's safe to go in. Otherwise, they wouldn't be going in. I I, I don't I I don't know. We could stay here and just wait for them to come back. They're not gonna come back. You. You know the stories? I have read many stories. So yeah, I do know the stories. <laughs> uh, they cannot
0: they cannot be trusted. If this if this is real like they were No. No. We we go find somewhere else to stay. We're not I am not staying in a town full of
2: dead people. All right. Then let's go look for another, let's go look for a place outside of town we can stay, because I think that's where they're going to stay. And
4: Henley at, hasn't decided. She's still frozen in her tracks, by the way.
2: <laughs> at this point, he is going to, sorry, I'm looking up a spell to see what, I'm looking up message to see how far... Uh, 120 feet. 120 feet. So am I within range to Roscoe to cast this? I'll say so. Within yeah. 120 feet? Yeah. So at this point, he is going to... So spell time. You point your finger at a creature within range and whisper a message. The target hears the message. and can reply in a whisper that only you can hear. Cast, I'm going to cast message and tell Roscoe, Joanna and I are going to look for another place outside of town we could stay. Take Hitley with you. <laughs> I don't know what. Shh. <laughs> I don't really know exactly what's going on, but that Joanna doesn't want to stay in a town full of undead. Can't say I blame her.
5: Hold on. You may have more. And so I'll turn to these two.
2: Be like, I'm
5: going with Lila. Fenrir and Joanna are going to stay outside of town and find somewhere to camp and to stay with the Eagles. What are you doing?
4: I look at Boudreaux waiting for him to answer. <laughs> He's just sobbing. Well, if we're going to split the party, we're going to split it evenly. Someone else needs to go with Joanna to help keep her safe. I'm familiar with these, this area. I will go with Fenrir.
5: Boudreaux, you coming with me or going with them? Sobbing. You want to go make sure Lila's okay or you want to go hide with a uh, bird?
3: I can't go with them. I can't go with her. I can't, I can't go with you.
5: Okay, go with them and we will see you
2: guys in the morning.
4: I run back to the Eagles.
2: As you're running up, Andrew's like, what just happened?
4: I'll <laughs> tell you on the way.
2: Okay.
3: I'll pick up my crossbow, and he um, uh, wipes the uh, tears from his eyes. He's still crying, but mm-hmm. he, he does it. And his hand's covered in mud because he was uh, gripping the mm-hmm. ground. And um, he like wipes it with his really muddy hands, and so now he just has these really <laughs> muddy cheeks. And he... Unable to look at anyone, unable to do much of anything, walks towards the eagles.
0: Are you hurrying up to catch him, Roscoe? Yeah. Do Uh. we
4: see Boudreaux? Because I imagine that took a little while. Like, we're starting to take off.
0: Yeah, you guys would go off. I'm sure you guys look back and you could just see him do that. Stand up, kind of brush himself off and... Very uncharacter, uncharacteristically, very slowly back sulks towards... Way back to the sulks his way back to the eagles. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely I, not as happy chipper self.
4: I yell at Fenrir. Someone has to... We can't unevenly split the party. If Boudreaux comes with you, I need to go with them.
2: Fenrir's analyzing this in his head. <laughs> because... Theoretically, the three strongest people have now just left. Or the two strongest people, and now the third one wants to go.
1: Uh, like, you could say three. There's mind, two, pe- two people here. Technically, we're not splitting the party true. unevenly.
2: That's <laughs> true. Touché. Wow. But, like, he also knows that they're going. The only thing he knows at this point is that they're going into town of undead. And the only person that appears he's going to give him information is you. Oh. Do what you have to do. I'll look over Joanna. And Boudreaux, he kind of looks over at Boudreaux and kind of, i must sees like his sulkiness and is like, I I'll got stay. this.
4: And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> can I roll to see if I understand his intent? Fenrir's intent. intent. Like he, exp- like he needs me to stay with him, like do I get that impression from his words?
0: Gotcha, go ahead and roll an insight check. You such a good dice tonight. <laughs> wow. There's a reason these are my lucky dice. It's funny that you start rolling really well when you get that luck stone.
4: <laughs>
0: right? <laughs> yeah. And now yeah. she doesn't need it. Don't uh, so. say that you'll
1: jinx her. <sighs>
4: Insight In is that's a twenty one
0: okay, I think you you almost don't catch it, but then you see his countenance.
4: Henley's face changes and then like realizing that our two upfront fighters can sort of take care of themselves, plus Roscoe's explosive arrows, she <laughs> contemplates for like probably 30 seconds, and it's like, no, I'll stay.
2: He doesn't argue. <laughs> <laughs> he Excellent. wants to, because he's like, he agrees, like, hey, we probably should split the party evenly. But at this point, it's, it's, it's more or less evenly. Is evenly. <laughs> ouch. No, I'm saying because Bujo's pretty much Bujo's useless no, at the moment. Not in the... Just, right, just kidding, you're right. <laughs> so... Or At the moment, is it
5: quite the opposite?
3: Maybe he actually will heal people now that he's in distress. <laughs> <laughs> well, and... um
2: Cleric ability unlocked.
4: <laughs> Just Henley, like, Henley knows that Fenrir is more accustomed to city life, not being camping out in the country necessarily, she's more experienced with that. Plus, Joanna is their asset at the moment.
0: You can see Joanna is just... mm -mm. She's on her eagle, ready to go. And you can almost get the intent that she's going to leave without any of you.
4: I then kick my eagle and say, let's go.
0: What just happened? Bye, Bujo. (laughs) They're getting on their eagles to go.
3: Oh, I I got on mine, too. Okay. And then... But Boudreaux actually turns to you two, lifts up his his head for the first time, and he goes, wait. Sorry. (laughs) I'm so bad right now. (laughs) And um, he goes, I need... Maybe you should give them one of these. And he holds up his gourd. Maybe you should get in this, actually. We want you go
2: and give them this.
5: Just do a flyby.
2: We need to can, go. We'll find shelter and then we'll go give that to them. Is that okay? No.
3: It's, it's holy water.
4: Boudreaux, that holy water will mean nothing to them without a cleric.
3: No. You can throw it on them and then...
2: He'll he'll look back at Hanley and be like, "Maybe you should take it to him."
4: Okay, I will climb off my eagle, take the gourd, and start jogging towards the city.
2: Before you um,
3: uh, let go of the, before you let go of the gourd, he like like you're about you you have it in full grasp, and he yanks it towards himself. Uh, so he pulls you forward, and he goes, "This is a kunda. This is Kundasa himself holding water. You wash it. And then he shoves it in you.
4: Henley looks like taken aback. And she goes, okay. And sort of tiptoes like, is he going to tackle me? (laughs)
3: Uh!
4: (laughs) Just because it's such a turn from the normal Boudreaux. And then she slowly jogs off.
0: Okay. You guys are able to... Or I guess you're going to wait till Henley comes back?
2: No. Okay. We're going to take off and go try to find shelter. Okay.
0: <coughs> How far away from the city do you want to look? Because you guys are about 300
2: feet right now. I would... I'm, I would look for the closest... Start close and then work our way out till we see something. Trying to stay as close to the city as I can.
4: And it's still mid afternoon, right?
0: It's about four o'clock. So it's still plenty bright outside. And it's
2: just looking for a grove of trees, for a rock, for maybe not more than a rock, but <laughs> a I don't rock. You know, if, if there is like a, yeah, like next to Nevilleton, maybe on the other side where I don't know if it borders like where the hollow where you go into that. Right. Were you going through the hollow? I think Fenrir would know that. I need to
3: get the name of your decorator. That's a pretty rock. I like that rock. Nice boulder. There we go. There we go.
1: (laughs) I like that boulder. That's a nice
0: boulder. I
3: love donkey. I need to get the (laughs) name of your interior decorator. (laughs)
0: Okay. So you're just kind of circling Nevelton, trying to find some some spot. Yes. Okay. Jumping to the other two. Okay. So you guys, they're not walking very fast. This guy does not walk fast, but he walks with intent. And so you cat Roscoe, you are able to catch up with the other the other two. Lila, I imagine you're walking kind of slightly behind him.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Kind of matching his pace.
1: Yep. And I'm still crying. Okay. Um because I'm not of two minds. We're definitely set on the same thing, but I'm very torn because of Boudreaux's reaction. Mm. As Lila, I'm very torn because of Boudreaux's reaction. She's never done anything to openly defy Boudreaux. She's always taking Boudreaux's side with everything, and this time she didn't. Mm. So it's hard.
0: Right, and you're going into a situation you're not. Uh, Yeah, we
1: have no idea. And Lila is terrified because of that.
0: Yeah. Roscoe, what's going through your mind? I have no idea what's going <laughs> on. <laughs> Just a lot of things happened real fast, and here we are. Yep.
3: Blue flower, red do Blue flower, red do This would be so oh, much easier it's if I was a That's what he's thinking. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Shrek. Ah, don't worry, Shrek. I'm coming.
5: <laughs> hey. How fast does she does she catch up to us? Henley oh, catch yeah. up to us before
0: you we guys enter the
5: town because she's running and we're just at a yeah, casual and she meander. Had,
0: you got she probably reaches you probably halfway to Nevilleton because she had to run back a hundred feet, talk to Fenrir and that, and then caught up to you. But he's not walking fast, so yeah, about we'll say a hundred feet away from Nevilleton Henley, you catch up to him. <sighs>
4: So much running today, <sighs> and I go to Lila.
0: And Azil stops and turns around and just looks, kind of over. Her and shoulder.
4: they like you know in the anime where they get that little sweat drop. <laughs> 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 That's sort of what happens. Like that face, just like uh, uh. she um, pulls the gourd out and. Looks Lila in the eyes, and puts it in her hands, looksing, looking looking it straight in the face, or so you know, kind of looking down. Mm-hmm. Boudreaux wanted you to hold on to this. It's his Kundas holy water, something.
1: I'll take it. I'll just sling it across.
0: Okay.
4: I'm going to go help jo- protect Joanna. Are you two going to be okay? And she kind of like sun-eyes a little bit the wizard.
0: You notice that the wizard's not looking at you. He's more looking at the gourd, kind of like with a raised eyebrow. More out of curiosity than anything. We'll be good.
4: Henley has like a really concerned look. Okay. trying, still trying to catch her breath a little.
5: If we need help, I'll hoot twice like a barn owl and once like a brown owl.
4: (laughs) And then gets a little bit confused. Like there's no way we're going to be able to hear you sort of face. But then she smiles and then jogs off.
1: When she gets like 15 feet away, um, Lila's gonna look back down at the rock in her hand still and then look and say Henley
4: she turns yes
1: just take care of them
4: and then she's gonna keep walking Henley does a little salute and I will and Roscoe's runs off again <laughs> what am I <laughs> <laughs> chop lover <laughs>
1: Well, you're with me, so you can't really take care of them.
4: No,
0: I'm just like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> All That's right. really just Evan. He has no idea what's going on either. Okay, <laughs> you guys are able to fly around a little bit. Um, it is starting to get around seven o'clock now. Not you found a few places that you could rest up that were more, you know, maybe a mile or two away from Henley did catch up to them, right? Yes. Okay. You can see him flying around in the sky. Mm-hmm. And if Roscoe would have looked up, you would have seen... Cacao! <laughs> I
1: knew you were going to do that.
0: You are able to find kind of a good little spotch of trees that you could possibly camp out in.
2: this point, you can... we'll take it. We'll land there and make camp. Okay.
0: Is there any conversations that will be had? Anything special that you want to do?
4: Henley, uh, when we land... Informs Fenrir of everything of that conversation that happened. Okay, that's what happened.
2: Fenrir kind of look at Boudreaux,
3: um, and he was listening to the conversation. But the moment you look at him, he looks away.
2: Do we need to go rescue those guys?
3: No, he shakes his head. I don't. I don't think so. They, they just—I don't know. I don't know. And he slides off his eagle.
4: Henley then slides off her eagle, goes to Boudreaux, and quietly, like, puts her hands on his shoulders and is like, "What did you mean that you won't ever run away again?" You probably didn't know she knew draconic.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's—he's he's a little shocked. And he's just like, but he uh, starts to sob again. You can, like, the tears are starting to drip on you. And he's just like...
4: She pulls you into a embrace.
3: And he hugs you back. And he, um, maybe a little too tight, but not on purpose. <laughs> and he's just like, I left my mom. She, she told me to run. I left my mama leave him all my family each time. But this time, this time, Lila ran away from me because of those stupid people. And he, he, he feels himself getting a little too, like, aggressive, not in the hug, but just in general. And he, as gently as he can, although it's probably a little bit more rough than he, desired. But he didn't didn't hurt you. He like pushes you away and he's just like, I can't talk about it right now. And he, uh, he goes not far off into the woods. Like you can see him. And he goes and he just sits down on his, well he like probably goes to his knees and he starts gathering up the leaves into a pile and he makes a circle of where the places are and then he just like scoots the dead leaves away. And then he sits in the circle. And he just, he looks defeated. Almost like, like, a really, usually like a really fun doll you would play with. And it's been played with so much that when you set it down, it's just really floppy. Mm. That's just kind of what he looks like. And he just... Ragged. almost. He's just ragged and just looks horrible. And... Like
0: any slight of breeze could knock him over.
3: Yeah. And he just... He, he's, he's silently crying. He's not, like, sobbing, but he's crying. And he's not looking towards you guys. He's looking away.
4: Henley quickly gathers up some drier leaves and some firewood. Uses druid craft to light the fire. Then she casts alarm. And then she goes over to Boudreaux. And just sits with him. Just near him. Like she doesn't say anything. She just is embracing his pain through silence. Because she knows how alone he feels and just embracing his sadness, not trying to fix anything, just sitting with him.
0: Okay. How far away are are you from me?
4: Five ten
3: feet, okay. not far.
1: Enough to give you enough space to do what you need to do, but close enough to feel reassured that somebody is there if you need them.
3: Yeah, yeah, and he, he knows you're there, but he's just praying. She's eating just some rations.
0: Fenrir, what are you?
5: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so i sitting over there like. I have no idea what's going on.
2: Vigorously <laughs> taking notes. Like,
1: that that's exactly what Roscoe's doing over here too. He's like, I don't, I don't know, guys. <laughs>
2: he's just never seen Poo is the first like he's never Pubero's always been like this kind of this happy go lucky guy, like so this is a very different persona that is that is being come out. Or that is coming out that he's seen and so he he kinda realized the greatness of the situation and sees Henley um... sit next to him and he's gonna go back to Joanna and... be like... how long should we wait for Roscoe and Lila and Grotha? I...
0: I don't... know my... I'm guessing they're dead. (laughs) Respect
2: by yep. the sounds of it, they, they very well may be. I mean, I guess we'll plan to head to the hollow at,
0: you see in the her, morning. You kind of see her shrug. And she's like, honestly, at this point, obviously you, and she like points over to Boudreaux and then kind of waves her hand towards the direction of Nevelton. She's like, honestly, at this point, you guys aren't Probably capable to do what I'm asking you to do. I think it would probably be best if you just give me the deed and I go take care of this myself.
2: I can't do that. At the very least, let me go with you. She
0: takes a deep breath and nods. She's like, okay.
2: Like I don't want you to go through this alone. Let's try and get some rest tonight. Let's talk a little bit more in the morning about it. I'll try to get this deed done tonight.
0: And he nods. Or she nods. Yeah. I'm going to get some rest. And she kind of stands up and goes, kind of snuggles into her eagle. And you can see kind of a sadness to her. A lot of these emotions and stuff is kind of stirred
2: right things into her at this point going to start working on the deed okay but he's also kind of fearful that she's gonna take go away by herself mm. so he's gonna kind of he's gonna walk over to Henley and be like when you have a minute we need to talk and then he's gonna walk walk back and start working on the deed and
4: we can talk she kind of just grabs your sleeve before you leave because she's like sitting cross we can talk now and she stands up.
2: I'll follow you. Do you mind taking the first watch tonight? Yeah. And then I'll take the last... I'm actually going to go meditate right now. And, and I'll just say to you, like, I'm worried Joanne's going to take off by herself after seeing... After what's transpired here. Yeah. Um, I don't want her to go alone. I don't
4: want her to go alone either. Um, and I'd like you to have some backup.
2: We'll we'll see kinda what happens in the morning. See if, if we hear back from Lionel and the Garatha. I think at this in Roscoe at this point, I'm assuming them dead. As well. Like Joanna's assuming they're dead, I'm assuming them not coming back.
4: Yeah. I hold I have, out my hope though.
2: Yeah, I have an inkling they're not. You know, you just kinda get that feeling that they're alive but as far as Joanna is concerned she fears them dead and,
4: well, and we agreed to help her
2: right so I'm going to go start working on this I'm going to meditate and then I'm going to work on this deed as best I can
4: I vote that we all go tomorrow with Joanna
2: he looks at you and then he looks at Boudreaux he looks back at you he looks back at Boudreaux <laughs> are you sure? yeah I mean he does know the secret way in
4: so. that's the point and i can still sneak in get some information before we all go in
2: okay we can plan on that
4: we'll just have to be that much more careful right i can probably take an extra watch tonight if needed
2: but if, if i start my meditation now I should, you take the first watch i should be able to take the last
4: Deep Night Watches. A deep Night Watches. Okay. Did Joanna eat something?
2: Fender's stomach starts to growl as well. <laughs> uh, no. Booger perks his head up, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> Is that what?
4: Oh. I walk over to Joanna and give her some rations. I'm like, you need to keep up your strength.
0: And she'll uh, reach up and take them. And just kind of hold him in her hand and kind of curl back up in her, in her bag. Henley then and sits
4: cross-legged next to her and I'm like, Everything's going to be okay. We've been in dire straits before. Believe me. This group saved my life not too long ago. We can save your husbands.
0: And she kind of just looks up to you and says... After you are gone now, we may have had a shot to do something, but
4: we have friends in town. they can help.
0: She kind of gives you a look of like sure, you can see kind of the confidence just not there.
4: Emily like, looks at her reassuringly, then she stands up. You really do need to eat. She nods towards the food.
0: She takes a, a nibble out of it.
4: And Henley goes and just sits, um, kind of patrols around. Okay.
0: Udrow, any last thoughts?
3: I feel like as the night goes, he does continue to pray, um, but he eventually will fall asleep.
0: Okay. We enter the town of Nevilleton. So, as explained earlier, you see just all these kind of walking corpses. They're sun-dried. The smell is horrible. Their clothing is dirty, ragged, uh, shredded. And they seem to be rebuilding the town. Cleaning up debris. You see very slow-like. there's no rush to anything because you can see that it's kind of hard for them to move so the buildings that they have been rebuilding they're not the greatest but you can see there has been some attempt to rebuilding the fallen buildings that are collapsed or were burned down a lot of the debris is being stacked behind in the alleyways or being used as makeshift shelters as you walk through the town, you see many of these zombies kind of raise their head, kind of watching you guys walk. And then after a while they continue back on their their work. You see as they like look at you guys, they you see their eyes go up, or what's left of their eyes, you could say. <laughs> <laughs> kind of at the at Izil. And you see him acknowledge and nod. And then they kind of turn back to their business. And once he pretty much gets to the middle of of town. And you guys see all this work and commotion. He kind of just gestures. And he's like, there will be no danger here. You will be safe. They know that you mean them no harm. Therefore you will get no harm done unto you." And he looks at Lila. What is it that you seek to do with this gold stone?
1: We're now looking super uncomfortable, because we're like, "Okay, well, we weren't really expecting somebody else in our party to come, (laughs) and we're realizing that we probably were dumb and just being kind of emotional, but, you know, it is what it is. So, these people, they're here to take care of the town so somebody else can come in. Unfinished business, basically. Correct. What if... Well, see, we came through before, anyways, and I'm sure we saw some of these kind people beings things before and what if some of the things that we we found that we thought would help us along our journey are, 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 are the reason that they're really still here this is one of those things and, it, and, it, and if it if it's something that can help somebody else I don't need it nor want it anymore
0: So you wish to find the owner of this trinket?
1: I mean, I mean, you said they came back voluntarily. Then all of them are here. So if, if it's one of these people, then yes, I think.
0: And he nods. And you see him kind of, he turns and no words. You just see him kind of just look around the whole town. And just suddenly all the zombies stop and start coming towards you. There's quite a few of them. There's about 30 of them. 30, 35 of them that start walking towards you and they surround you guys. Various different sizes. Very different smells. <laughs> okay. Back okay. character time.
2: <laughs>
0: and... Then he speaks. And he gestures to the stone in your hand. Who among you does this belong to? And he kind of looks down at you and nods. Show them.
1: And I take in a really big, deep breath. (sighs) And I just kind of hold it up in the air because I'm sure lots of them are like taller than me so I want them to be <laughs> able to see it.
0: Mm-hmm. So you begin to, s- they stand there for, and it's like an awkward like 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. Just silence.
1: I'm going to close my eyes tight. I'm like, <laughs> Peek one open like, we're dead yet?
0: Is As you peek it open and Roscoe, you would see this. You see several of them start just turning and walking away and they just slowly start moving away. And the Neckerbenzer kind of looks around, looks down at you, but then right when he looks down at you, he kind of looks behind you.
4: Uh-huh.
0: And Roscoe, you would see this. And Lila, if you're paying attention a little bit more. Uh-huh. You turn around and you see this dirty, ragged woman. Half of her hair is gone.
5: Uh-huh.
0: She starts shuffling towards you. And just kind of looks down at the stone, kinks her head, and like just slowly starts reaching out for it. Mm-hmm. And she... How are you holding it right now? Just up in the air. Okay. So she reaches out. And you feel her, her dead skin. You can feel some of the bones. Cringe <laughs> slightly. <laughs> and she takes it from your grass. And then she kind of holds it in her hands. And then she looks up at Azil. And it's almost like there's some kind of communication going between her mm-hmm. and him. And he nods. And you see her turn. And she just starts walking away. As the direction that you see her walk, you can see that she's gonna go in between these two buildings. They have a bigger gap. Mm-hmm. And behind there, you see a bunch of kind of like stones, pieces of wood, kind of just sticking kind of vertically out of the ground. hmm And he looks down at you, and he nods his head in the direction of where the zombie is going.
1: I just kind of look between him and over to where they're going and him and over where they're going, and then I start walking that way.
0: Okay, Roscoe, what are you doing in this meantime?
1: Are being terrified too? Cause I'm scared.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, I'm just playing the background. Okay. You know, I'm I'm here for Lila. I think my I've got at least one of my hands on my bracers. Okay. Just in case. I'm just here for Lila at this point, so I'm just gonna kind of follow where she goes. Maybe occasionally eyeball the the necromancer and be
0: like, "Mm," hmm. So he begins to follow as well, but he stops near a corner of the house, the back corner of the house.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. The zombie, the kind of makeshift graveyard that she's heading to, um, sits about 50 feet behind those houses. She shambles up to to one of the graves, and she begins to kneel down. And you see her set it aside, and she starts digging in the ground. And after she gets kind of a foot deep, and this takes a while, right, it's a big thing, picks up the stone, sets it in the ground, and starts burying it again. And you see her just turn slightly towards you, and you almost kind of see a grin come on her hit on her face. Mm-hmm and you see her just lay down next to the grave and she goes motionless.
1: I thought I'd compose myself (laughs) and I see this and I just start bawling. I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so, I'm so sorry.
0: Azil starts approaching and he says, I do not hold these beings as slaves or my servants. This one, as he gestures to the the woman, she wanted to rebuild the house and seek revenge on the goblins who destroyed this place. But with your help, She was able to find peace. Thank you.
1: And I'm gonna look at him, holding back tears, and I'm gonna say, peace. I don't know peace. And maybe you can help me. Maybe you can't, I don't know. My friend back there, them when I was trying to stop from fighting with you he's always said that we're unnatural that we're not normal that we're not, I don't know not always I guess but you know, things stick there are two of us here and you brought these people back voluntarily but I know not everybody does that and he said, you're forcing them there, and what What if we're like that, only not the good kind? I don't know if you can help us. I don't know if you can't. But I need to know if you've got some answers for us or not. I didn't always look like this, mostly like this, but not always just like this. And I need to know... If something else can happen, if we if we can go back, or if, if somebody forced us to be like this or not, and if if it can change, I'm tired of sharing a body with somebody who I don't even know half the time. I'm tired of never having a private thought or a fighting control for my own body, and I'm tired that she's so tired. We just, we just need to know if you can help or not, or if you know somebody who can. Or if we can be like this forever.
0: He kneels down because this, this guy's actually pretty tall. He's like six, three, six, four. And he kneels down. Kind of get him to your level. And he reaches a hand on and places it on the shoulder. I can help you any way I can. Being unnatural doesn't mean you're not unwanted. There is some things of magic that we could help, that could help but it takes time and it takes some resources but I do believe I can help how and he stands up and he like reaches a hand towards you and then he reaches a hand back towards town let us talk he looks at Roscoe, and he just nods Still, his hand is extended towards you, Lila. And then he just turns and continues back into town.
1: I go where he goes at this point. He said he can help. That was our other than the feeling of needing to potentially return something.
3: Mm
0: -hmm.
1: That was the entire point of coming.
0: I think we'll end it there. Thanks for listening, guys. Wow. That's some good stuff there. I really like (laughs)
3: that.
0: Grab the handkerchiefs. Thank you guys for listening. It's a
4: little too late to grab them. I'm sure they've already grabbed them. Put a disclaimer in
1: beforehand.
0: (laughs) Well, I guess I should say you should grab your your flapjacks, your pancakes, and dab your eyes. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Follow us on our social medias, Tomes of the Chaos Bard on Instagram. We have a Discord. We have Twitter. You can find all those things in our show notes. Also, big shout out to DA Nichols for writing our song and songs and music. Check her RPG at r- drivethroughrpg.com Shields of Power is her TTRPG. Check out our co-feed co- there. We will have a lot more stuff for you. We're actually getting ready to do a post-show and that's where you can find it in our first is to hear more of this information. Us diving deep into our session, talking a little bit about that. Check that out. With that, I am DM Dave, and to the right I have Benrir Roscoe.
4: Lila Gratha. <laughs> and Henley.
0: And until next time, we unroll the scroll to tell the tale. Bye. There will be No, that is not his voice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wrong person.
0: Wrong person. And then you see her kind of. Gosh,
1: <laughs> it's okay. Cry. Take a moment. <laughs> compose yourself.
0: And he looks over at Boo, at Roscoe.
3: <laughs> he looks over Boo, Joe. There he is. I was here. <laughs> Die, necromancer!
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I poisoned this arrow. I saved my last shot for you, Barbara. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's how pro- dare you.
0: Okay. Right, but there's still the dead leaves on the ground. You'd find some dead logs if you want some. No, <laughs> why do I want dead logs to
1: like sit know. down on or something if you want to? <laughs> oh, okay, you I was like, yourself, I got, you. <laughs> I got <laughs> you, David. Don't worry,
3: thank you. Oh, okay, abide
4: with me. is even time, yeah. yeah. Okay. The night is fast and gone. <laughs> Amen. Amen. No, but seriously.
5: Yeah.
4: I'm sorry, I'm crying
5: now.
1: Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs>